0: hello and welcome to episode 141 of beyond the weight with Henny and sandy here it we are in 2022 hard, hard to believe
1: I saw a meme um recently that was you know it was like someone's you know some a picture of someone you know being horrified that it was like the moment when you realize that 2022 sounds like 2022. Like, uh, like as 2020 over again, you know?
0: Uh, Yeah. Whoops.
1: (laughs) And it made me laugh quite a bit.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Hilarious.
0: Oh my gosh. Of
1: course, it's not the same thing over again, because even when it feels like the
0: same thing over again, it never is exactly the same. No. That's, That's, you can never, well, I mean, it's like having a great week. When you're like on point and you have a great result, like you're happy with the, like the weight loss. And then the next week you eat exactly the same thing. Correct. And then do not get the same result. Correct. And then, yeah, exactly. Then the scale does not move. And then you're like,
1: "Mm, pretty sure I did exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's because it's never exactly the same, right? No, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which Just is this- why I never, why I don't go back to a place that I've already visited, like a vacation spot. Try not to go back to the same spot because it the, the reason you're going back is because you had a good time. There's good memories and you want to replicate that. Yeah. But unfortunately, the only thing that really is the same is the actual physical building. Yeah. And you, and even you aren't the same because we are evolving and changing but we go back now there's different people they might have remodeled there's different foods available like and then and then you're comparing it to something you had before but if it was your first time going there you probably would have been like so happy right yeah right
1: that's that's interesting because for me I am a person who goes back to the same place, but, but it's, but I think what you're saying is absolutely right in that it's, it's never going to be exactly the same, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you've been someplace and then you go back to that place, it's not going to be exactly the same. And so if you're looking for the same experience, you're not going to have it.
0: Yeah. But isn't, so, I mean, let's, that's really with having a growth or a fixed mindset too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the fixed mindset is that you want the same thing and you can't even begin to even think that it might be different or that the, anything that may be different is also enjoyable or better or just as good. Yeah. Because I I think that's what happens.
1: yeah, I think that's what happens. What you're saying is that often when we decide to go back to a vacation location or when we decide to 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 go back to doing something that we'd done before, we're thinking that it's going to be the same experience. And it's never oh, yeah. going to be the same experience. Even thinking about like going back to WW, right? Like, like I went yeah. back three times, right? Like if I went the first time, yeah. I went back a second time and I went back a third time. And every time I went back, I had in the back of my head that I knew that it could work because it worked before, but I also knew that it wasn't going to be exactly the same. Right. Yeah. And, but I But I guess a part of me knew that it couldn't be exactly the same because in the past it hadn't stuck. And so I didn't want it to be exactly the same because I wanted it to stick. Like, so I did. So even then there is that growth mindset where I went back to something that I was familiar with, WW, but I wanted it to be different. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 Oh, I've never, I never really thought about that before, but that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's really, it's, it's yeah. an interesting, it's an interesting thought experiment, but I think it's, it's super true, right? I remember yeah. when I when, when I worked in Disney World, I, I worked two contracts back to back and, and I remember even then that in my first contract there were a lot of people that I worked with that were there on their second contract or their third or their fourth contract and And I remember them saying that it was either better or worse than the time before, like, you know, that, that they had come back expecting the same thing, but how could it be the same thing when you were going to be living in a different place, you were going to be living with different people, you were going to be doing a different job, like all of these things were going to be different. So even though you were still working and you were still in Disney world, nothing else was the same, right? Like, One of my friends, his first contract, he worked in, he didn't even work in one of the, in one of the parks. He worked in what was called at the time downtown Disney, which was like a shopping area that was owned by Disney. And, and so he said he like really felt like he missed out because he didn't really have what felt like a Disney experience because he was just like, like sell it like he was working at a store but not yeah. even in a park you know and so he was so yep. excited when he came back for the second time and he was placed in the Magic Kingdom and he was like this is going to be my experience and like this is going to be my actual Disney experience And but I know that I worked with other people who had the opposite experience where they'd had such a great time their first time and then when they went back it was really a disappointment
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's but it's actually unfair to the the second or the third or the fourth experience because you come with these preconceived notions, which is exactly like you said. You you can apply the same thing to. Any time that you have wanted to be healthier, to lose weight, to join a gym, you mm-hmm. you carry all of those with you. And so it's interesting that it's, it's like we don't recognize that we do it until mm-hmm. someone points it out or somebody else says something. Like I'm sure some people are listening now and are like, huh, I never really thought about that. But yeah, why am I ex- – the same experience from something that's similar Mm -hmm. but not exactly the same yeah and to be open that it's just because it the similarity sometimes is is, feels comforting
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right it's comfortable to for us and which is often why which is often why we engage in it again I think so because it's
1: because there's something about the familiarity that feels um yeah. yeah that like you said that feels comfortable that feels welcoming that feels warm right
0: yeah yeah and but we expect exactly the same result or the same experience but it never is going to be no yeah. and
1: and and a yeah. big reason for that is what you said that you are not the same person yes hmm. Right. Like, yeah. would you say, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, my starts with W.W. I was in a very different place in my life at each time that mm-hmm. I started W.W. And I was also in a very different place with my. Mindset towards WW and and what it was gonna like, how it was gonna help me. Yeah. So so yeah. like those are big, those are big differences, right? Like to like the first time I joined WW, I was in high school. Yeah. You know, well, that's very different from the last time I joined (laughs) when I'm, like, living on my own and working and, you know, having all these other commitments and things like that. Like, those are two Mm -hmm. very different, you know, life situations. But then I also, like, my thinking was different, too, right? When I joined the first time, I mean, I joined to make my parents happy. um,
0: Yeah.
1: And because I was... Young and that's what you did, you know. Like, yeah. and and when I joined the last time, it was like I finally was at a point where I was like, I don't feel good like this, you know. Yes. And and yeah. that is a very that is a radically different spot to be in
0: mentally, for sure. Because right? if, if anything that we do, because we're doing it not necessarily because we want to do it, but really to appease somebody else. Or we're guilted into it or whatever, we already go into that scenario with the cards stacked against us a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it was, it was, it was good that I had that experience. I think it was, it was good that, that I joined WW when I did, when I was 18. I, I mean, it was, I think it was good for me to see at that point in my life that I could lose weight mm-hmm. and that I and and that my life was different. There were things that were easier in life when I was in a, when I was in a body that was different than the one I was used to being in. Like, I think, because those are memories and experiences that you also take with, carry with you,
0: right? So I think yeah. having had that experience was really important. The lessons that we learn, Henny, are not necessarily lessons that we, we acknowledge or recognize at the time At the time,
1: a hundred percent. 100%. So
0: we can go back to see what what the lesson was that we learned from that, right? And, what was I supposed to take away from that?
1: And a lot of lessons that we learn are from times and experiences that we wouldn't necessarily consider successful. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like yeah, there is yeah. something about. I mean, you know, like this is not this this is not the same thing because I I don't I'm not. Suggesting that anything that I did or didn't do was a mistake, but but there is this idea that you learn from mistakes, right? Like you, you know, when you make an error, and someone corrects that error, then you, if you, if you are willing to put in the time and the effort to realize what the error was, then hopefully you can, Mm. you know, uh, keep yourself from making that same mistake in the in the future, right? Whether it's you know a spelling mistake or a mathematical calculation or whatever it might be. Um, you know, but, but I think that applies to, you know, bigger life lessons too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, I mean, and I think that just like you said is like the mistake, but we, but there's also a lot of learning in the things that we do correctly too. Of course. Yeah. Right. Those are, those are also valuable lessons. So, yeah. yeah, of course, of course.
1: And so now here we are at the beginning of 2022. Yeah. With a a fresh new calendar year ahead of us. Yeah, correct. And does that give you hope for what's ahead? Or does it sort of give you like pause about, ooh, like, you know, I want this to be different than before? Or does it give you sort of worry that it's like oh my goodness anxiety about all of this stuff that is ahead of me that I don't know what's coming and I don't know what it is like how what is your sort of outlook now
0: looking at the year ahead um I I I mean I, I I I'm pretty positive about the year ahead and about you know things I I think that what's interesting is You know, looking back on the last year and a half and how we had to sort of stop everything that we were doing, you know, there was like little steps. So things like, well, you know, I, I can never stop doing X, whatever, Mm. but now all of a sudden I've had to stop X right? and it wasn't, okay, so actually I could have stopped X, you know, whatever. Right, 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 right. right. So why was I telling myself that I Uh, couldn't? Because uh obviously... I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, if I thinking personally, it was, well, geez, now we can't, I can't go outside to, to, we can't go outside to, be, to be active. So how am I gonna, how is that gonna work out? But then you figure something else out, yeah. and then you're like, okay, but that's, and it's still okay. You find a way. Would I have actually gone and done that? If I didn't have to, no, but that's another thing now that I have it in my toolbox is like, okay, well I can do online um, workouts. Mm-hmm. They're still as effective. I still feel like I got a good workout. Yeah. I didn't gain all my weight back because I wasn't able to go outside and to do, to yeah. run, to do whatever yeah. like that's yeah. So that's a good lesson because that's like yeah. reality check the situation and that's total bullshit. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, so, like going forward into next year, I'm thinking like I have my surgery the first, you know, like next week or this yep. weekend. Yeah. By the time this podcast is done, uh, as out. Oh, actually, when it's out, I've already had my my. No, your your no. surgery will be no, just going to just my surgery. Just around the corner. <laughs> around the corner, yeah. Um, and so you know, I'm already thinking, okay, well, I know things can change but i have a sense like a clear sort of picture of kind of what the recovery period will be what it will look like things that i'll be able to do i'm already like thinking about okay well if i'm not going to be able to weight bear what can i actually do sitting down mm-hmm. you know i can still do some things so i'm really still hoping that i'll be able to come to canada for a visit in march so and i know that that might i may not be able to but That's on my radar. So I need to, I like to have things planned sort of out, like scheduled out, even though I know that they sometimes need to be flexible, like they may or may not happen, which is okay. But to at least have those things sort of, you know, planned out. Yeah,
1: I, I, I guess I think along the same lines as you. And I think some of it is that it's not really necessarily thinking about ah, it's the new year. It's a new start. It's a new me. It's a new, like, like we were saying before, this is sort of the opposite of what we were saying before, but it's related is before we were saying, you can't go back to something and expect it to be the same, but you can't always think that the next day and the next moment and the next thing is going to be brand new either, right? Like it's, you know, life just sort of keeps going and wherever you are, you just keep going with it. Right. And, and everything is always evolving. It's always changing. It's all like, it just, it's always fresh and new, I guess, you know, like it's not Mm -hmm. like, okay, now the, the date has changed. The year has changed from 2021 to 2022. Now everything's going to be different. I mean, yeah everything was always different every moment (laughs) like you know like i think i think sometimes we expect there to be it's so strange that we either expect things are going to be exactly the way we remember it which is completely false or we expect that because something arbitrary has changed everything Mm -hmm. is going to be different and that's not true either
0: Yeah. But, but the other thing, Henny, is that we often, when we think about like as a fresh start or a new day, it's that all of a sudden everything that happened before that is completely abolished. It's gone. Right. 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 right, But it's not. No. Right. It's just, It still happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that you've, it's a continuation and, and you and I have both already changed our, our, Verge, I guess around what does it actually mean like a fresh start doesn't mean that okay everything that we did before is completely gone I don't actually say fresh start anymore it's like yeah. okay it's a continuation okay well you know tomorrow I'll do something different than I did yeah. but yeah. it's still it's still unless I've completely walked away from something and actually put an end to it mm-hmm. and then and then time has lapsed and then I've picked something back up again. Mm-hmm. That's a diff. that's something diff. to me. That's a, that's a different start to something. It yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it's a fresh start, new start. I guess, I guess it, it is. But yeah. if I'm just the next day is something, it's a, just a different day. It's a continuation. And yeah. life is a continuation. I mean, being, trying to be healthy, to make the best choices I can. Some days are better than others. Yeah, you know, some days purpose are purposely different than others. Like, yeah, I, you know, this is what I'm going to. I'm going out for dinner, or I'm going to a friend's. I know what I'm going to have. But the next day doesn't need to be the same, and it doesn't need to be that I feel bad about what I did the day before.
1: No, but what you, the decisions you made this day before, are still with you.
0: For sure, for sure right? they are. Like, and and yeah.
1: For, for better or for worse, right? But if we if yeah. we go back to what we were saying before about all of these things being lessons and being things that we can learn from, then it doesn't matter if it's something we feel was good or bad because
0: yeah.
1: whatever it was, it 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 was something that happened. It was a decision that we made. It was something that we ate. It was something that we did or something that we didn't do a person that we talked to a person that we chose not to phone, whatever, whatever was, um, that's the experience that was had and and that is a memory that we now have and and we take that with us as Mm -hmm. we forward and either as something that we want to repeat something that we don't want to repeat something that you know really maybe we don't feel one way or the other about but we just you know
0: keep on going right yeah I I mean as you were saying that it's like you know you and I having an, an argument about something and then what so the next day I'm just gonna and it'd be like, oh, well, I'm just done with that. And, and you're not, it's not, you're not, con- not going to continue the friendship because yeah. we had a disagreement about something that, yeah. oh, it's the same thing. If you've, if you had too much to drink, you know, like, but so the next day you're not going to get back up and just, oh, I guess not, maybe that's bad to say, because you're <laughs> not maybe going to get up and have another drink. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's probably a bad example. Maybe that's, maybe that's <laughs> not a great analogy. Um, but let's yeah. go
1: back to you and me arguing. What are we
0: arguing <laughs> about? I don't know what we're thinking about. I don't think we've ever had an argument. We've no. never had an argument.
1: I know that's why no. I'm curious about that. As, yeah. as your, I'm curious about you using that as your example, because I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. What do you think we would argue about?
0: I don't know what we would argue about.
1: <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> no. But um, you're you're right in saying like you you know you have to pick up from where you left off and yeah. keep moving forward, right? And For sure. and it, yes, and once exactly. again it, it it goes back to what you said earlier on in the podcast about growth mindset versus fixed mindset right you know having that growth yeah. mindset knowing that knowing that things are challenging knowing that the growth is in the challenge knowing that doing things mm. that make you feel uncomfortable is sometimes the best spot for you to be knowing that things change and that things uh develop yeah. and that that's a positive thing and you know like all of that kind of thinking even if it feels scary, is important for moving forward and for, you know, really finding
0: what is going to serve you best and what's working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, I I remember one year I, uh, I was like, you know what? I am going to, this year, make more of an effort to say yes before I say no. So I'm just oh. going to say yes to things because if I, there's certain things that I know that I would, if I think about them too much before answering, the answer will be no. Cause I will have already gone through my head and talked it all through, convinced myself that I can't, I shouldn't, I'm not the right person. Oh. I'm just going to say yes. And so still try to do that because I know if you say no right away, you can't go back and say yes. Mm. Sometimes, like most times, yeah. you know, once you've already said no, or you won't. The Yes. Even if you wanted to change your mind, I think that's more it, that you won't go back and then change your mind. Um, and so if I say yes, then once I've made the commitment, then. <laughs> and as I'm saying it, I realize that. But my first marriage, I. I. When he, when he, I was proposed to, I said yes because I figured I could just say no later. But if I said no now, but then I didn't, and then I got divorced. So, oh,
1: so, <laughs> so you did eventually say no.
0: <laughs> I did. After five years. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so, forgot uh, all about that until just saying that. And then I was like, oh my, I like, honestly, honey, I, I was a, a very conscious. <laughs>
1: Okay. So here's a question for you then. So that's interesting to have this, uh, this idea that it's like, you know what, I'm going to say yes to things because, because at that point in your life, you knew that you needed to maybe push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so exactly. can, can you think of some specific things that you did say yes to that you might not have said yes to? And like,
0: yep. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at that time, it was mostly WW things related that I was asked to participate in things that I was like, I can't do that. There's so many other people that are much better than me. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I getting, I'm going to like fail and blah, blah, blah. blah." But I would volunteer to, I would, or when asked, I would say yes. Right, 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 right. You know, um, I can think of the, for sure, that one time that there was that pop-up event thing, remember? Yeah. yeah. And and there was, like, I, I did not, like, I was terrified yeah. to facilitate that and to yeah. do that because people were coming from, like, New York. Like, Dr. Yeah. Foster was there. Like yeah, I remember. You know, yeah. yeah. And anyways, do you remember we were behind the curtain and people thought, because Harry, that was when Harry and Megan were there for the for the yeah. um not the commonwealth games the other oh games invictus that were in toronto yes that were in toronto and they actually thought that maybe like they were behind it. we could hear them all talking and it was like sorry <laughs> it was this. just us like a whole bunch of
1: nobodies <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly but but that for sure um that would that that was that's one thing that really sticks out in my mind. Um, oh yeah, that's good. Because I'm so nervous and unsure of myself, and you know, have to just have to just do it. The spoken lives thing, like getting up mm-hmm. in front of people, like doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that like I'm I'm good at it, but just the fact. So you of are. Up, at but just the fact of getting up and doing it. Yeah, you know, like. Now, it, you know what it does? It gives you me a better appreciation when I see or I'm with people who have are up doing something, how hard that is. Mm. To most people to do. Even people that look very comfortable doing things. That's, those are the things that I, that off the top of my head, for sure, that year. Um, and I still try to do it. I'm, I'm not as good about doing it now okay. because I have more t- time to think about it okay but it could be like hosting i'm hosting a dinner that's got 12 people and I, I mean it sounds great i'm a, i'm all and i like to, and i do like to host but then i get all like that day before that like this week i'm like all kind of anxious about it because there's a lot of things that need to be put together but at the end of the day it's like it's just food it, people just want to be together with people it doesn't really matter no one's going to starve I, i'm not like a mission and starch you know chef that there's going to be a review after <laughs> yes yeah yeah I, I i i i am confident enough to know that i'm better than an average cook mm-hmm. so that's okay there's a few things i can do that are impressive or right. look impressive that aren't very difficult right so right, right. you know you got so, you got we'll some go things yeah you got some got things, some things uh, <laughs> in your back pocket there <laughs>
1: anyway yeah i remember when we read was it shonda rhimes's book year of yes yes i remember when we read that book and that's the real like that was the real theme of her book and i wonder if the reading of that book kind of coincided with your decision to do this or not i i I, i'm not sure but that was really her thinking that it was like okay for the next 12 months i'm going to say yes to things and and it was really about that right it was saying yes to things that yeah you know made her nervous but then but then she got it like other chapters were about saying yes to other things and the chapter that i will always remember was the chapter where she talked about saying yes to saying no and I was like, oh, and now she's yeah. like now she's speaking to what I have to hear. And and that and the, th- the theory behind that chapter was, you know, sometimes what is best for me is even though I feel obligated to do something, what I really need to say is no, because I don't have the time or I don't yeah. have the the you know emotional bandwidth or whatever it is. And and so to say um the the way for me to say yes to myself and my growth and my well-being mm-hmm. is to actually say no right now yep. I will for always for always and forever remember that yeah like, like section of the book and think okay
0: yeah 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 no this I had this was I had made my year was all was before like I had done that it was before, before that before, that, read before you the read the book yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know where I was. I actually listened to the audio version and uh, it was with, we were away with Phil on a work thing for him. And I remember walking around the pool. Yeah. And, and I had like a whole pathway and I was <laughs> listening to the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. And if anyone that hasn't read or listened to the book, it's actually, it's a very, very good. Highly recommend. Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would definitely it, recommend the book.
0: Yeah. It, and, and even if you think you, 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 say yes before you say no, because that's how the book starts is with her at Thanksgiving with her family and the, the, the sister asking her something and she said, no. And she says, you always say no. And she goes like, what are you talking about? I never say no. I never say no. And then her realization that, oh, she's right. Yeah. I actually do say no to everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's very good.
1: It was it was it was an excellent read for sure yes for mm-hmm. sure okay speaking of excellent reads sandy yeah i have to tell you a little bit about this book that i just finished and the book is called cultish the language of fanaticism mm-hmm. and i mean you're gonna say like okay sounds like a great book but why are you talking about it on a wellness podcast well let me tell you. It was so interesting this book because and the 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 premise of course is to talk about what what is a cult and what makes a cult, but but then her real point was that the biggest the biggest part of any cult is the language because with language you can include and exclude. And so when yes. you have when you have a group that uses particular terminology and has certain language then anyone who knows that lingo is in and anyone who doesn't is out. And so she said that's one of the defining qualities or characteristics of a cult. And so then the entire book is about the language related to cults and each of the chapters is about a different type of cult like and so she talks about some of the famous suicide cults in, in recent history and you know she talks about multi-level cor- like the multi-level corporations yeah. like the you know like Arbonne and Amway and, yeah those Amway, Amway. talks about that yes. you know? but there's a chapter about fitness studios and mm. ha- like things like Soul Cycle and CrossFit and yes. yoga and stuff like that and Yeah. So interesting. And so, and she's, and she right away says, she's like, you know, there, you know, we have to maybe get around the idea that, that cult or cultish isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, that there is something that, that to be in community with other people. Is, is another characteristic of cult, right? And so she said, and that part of it is not necessarily a bad thing. Like, it, especially living in an individualistic society, we are, we are wired to be with people. And so we want to be with people. We want to feel like we fit in. We want to use language so that we do fit in. Like, all these things are sort of connect- connected, right? And so she said one of the biggest differences between, you know, a, what she called a fitness cult, like something like CrossFit or yoga or whatever, and she said other types of cults cult, is that when you leave your class, when you leave the studio, you can leave everything, like you leave the jargon behind. So the yeah. language that you need to use and the way that you are in, in that class isn't necessarily something that impacts the rest of your life or takes mm-hmm. over the rest of your life. And that's part of what potentially could make it not necessarily a, a negative thing, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. She said that there was a, there were like, there are always sorts of studies done with gyms and with fitness and with people joining gyms and how long they stay and how long they're active members and stuff like that and she said that competition brings people in but it doesn't make them stay so she said even with something like Fitbit she said the competition element of having like challenges between members for getting steps she's like that sort of stuff is intriguing to people to get them To get them in but but no study suggests that it um is going to keep someone's interest for for up to 12 months or longer she said it's shorter like the 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 competitive nature is shorter lived she said but what will keep people is a sense of belonging a sense Mm -hmm. of self-worth and a sense of empowerment And so she said, and she said, when it comes to fitness in particular, but any sort of like group community thing, belonging, you belonging comes from feeling like you're part of a group self-worth and empowerment comes from feeling like you are good enough the way that you are and that you have something to offer. And so she said, when you're talking about like a fitness empire, like that's the messaging. Right. Right. Which was fascinating to me. And so then yeah. he gave a couple of examples in the fitness world where this has been, where it's become a problem, because she said, particularly in something like fitness, where there's an instructor and students, she said, because you, you, you develop a relationship with the instructor. She said it. it's like as a student or as a, a person in the class, she said, you feel like you're friends with the instructor, but she said, you're not uh. friends. She said, in, in fact, she's like, it's a weird power dynamic. But she mm. said, but because you feel connected, she said that person, that instructor has the ability to wield power that could be negative. And so she gives some examples of how that mm. has been taken advantage, like people have been taken advantage of in the past. Um, but uh, but it was just so fascinating. And so she said, so here, so she's like, when you're in some sort of a, a fitness group or some sort of a community she's like here are the questions you can ask yourself to decide like is this safe and positive for me or is this me getting sucked into something and yeah. so first question is is the group genuinely welcoming of all people or do you feel excessive pressure to look dress and speak like everyone else mm. I think that's a good thing to consider, right? Like, like if you're going to a yoga studio, do you feel like, you know, you're welcome there and everyone's welcome there? Or do you feel like you're only really welcome there if you're, you know, wearing Lululemon? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So so that's good. So the second question was, are you allowed to participate casually dabbling in the activity? Or do you find that you have to put all of your time into this activity alone? and base all your decisions around it yeah so that's um you know i think anytime you you're feeling like you're not you know like for example if you're going to a a spin class but then you feel like you're being looked down upon if you're also taking a bar class or you know what i mean like yes yeah no the the more you do the better you know like Like, I feel like that's a good thing to keep in mind. Then the the next question was, do you trust that the instructor would tell you to slow down, take some time off, or try something different if you needed it? Or would the instructor, Mm. like, push you past where you should be? Right. I think is important. And then last one was, if you miss a class or decide to leave or quit, what is the exit cost? Your pride, your money, a relationship, or is it your whole world? And is it a price you're willing yeah. to pay? So like is is yeah. it okay for you to leave? And if you don't feel like it is, that's problematic, right? And yeah. so the whole time I'm I'm listening to this, I mean, I was I was captivated from the start of the book to the end. But the whole time that I was listening to this particular chapter, I just I was thinking of two things. Number 1, I was thinking of WW because there are so many things about WW that I'm like, "Oh wow," like we sort of like there's some cultish language, you know? Like there's, you know, the idea of like a coach or community support or like in a community or, you know, like even like things like personal points or, you know, like like there is a lingo that that yeah. Like WW members have. Um, but I think in a positive way, right? Like I think it's certainly not a lingo that no one else is allowed to know. Um yeah. it's certainly not a lingo that um, you know, if you don't know it, you're excluded, right? Like, but but there is something about being in the know. Yeah. Right. So For I was sure. thinking a lot about that and like. But then I was even like when she was talking about, you know, what keeps people what keeps people coming is a sense of belonging, self-worth and empowerment. And I was like, I mean, that also sounds like WW. Like that's really yeah. like those are the main tenets of the company, like of the program is to um, provide uh, a space for everybody to thrive right to to be in community with one another to feel like they are worthy and valuable and to feel empowered to to make um healthy decisions to live a life they want to live a life we want to live to you know to be the people we want to be like it's you know it's i just i just kept thinking like no wonder it feels like such a good place to be you know like Mm -hmm. On Saturday mornings, when we get together for our workshop, like, no wonder it feels like this is where I'm supposed to be. Because that's, I mean, I hope it feels that way for other people. But it certainly feels that way for me, and and no wonder.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, of course it feels like that. I I mean, people wouldn't log on or, um, you know, make the space in their... You know calendar to to carve that out because it's important to them if if it didn't make if, if they didn't get something from it if they weren't feeling good about themselves if it I mean people are going to get different things out of the yeah. experience right yeah. I mean yeah. I, I, the point is is that you are getting something like yeah. you have an expectation and that that is being met, met. Yeah. by actually participating mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, you're saying it, I'm like, yeah, it is kind of cultish, but is, so then, but then I start thinking, but I mean, obviously, you know, the people, the decision makers that, yeah, they know that, but that's also what we want. Yeah. And is it easy, but is it easy to leave? No, I think for a lot of the things that you're saying, it's not, honey, because people would think they're going to lose friendships. They're like, the sense of community, having access to connect. So even, it's probably what keeps a lot of people paying Mm -hmm. the membership, Mm -hmm. even if they're not seeing success or um, actually working the plan, Mm -hmm. their plan. Mm -hmm. But there's also value in what it is that you are getting. Mm-hmm. I, I think that maybe that's the point. If you find that what you are receiving is not making you feel good, mm-hmm. then you need to think about letting that go. Mm-hmm. It is totally right? cultish, but you know right? as you were saying the lingo. But like the lingo. Yeah. I mean,
1: I just I couldn't stop thinking about it, and then and yeah. then you know, on a like on a more you know less jokey kind of note is you know I really like I was thinking a lot about my position in a workshop you know that that I that I know that it's different right like when when I'm when I'm at mm-hmm. a workshop as a member that's a different role than when I'm at a workshop as a coach and I know right I, I feel very and I didn't need to hear this book to know this but I because I I feel it always that I feel a a a significant amount of pressure to uh, pressure is not even the right word but I I take the role very seriously and I recognize the power that like the position that that I yeah. am um right. Because I've been on the other side as a member, having people that I looked up to or people that I, that I recognize as authority figures saying things mm-hmm. to me that really tore me apart. And so I recognize yes. that, that I have, the, there's the potential that something that comes yeah. out of my mouth could be, um, Hurtful. Harmful.
0: Yeah, or hurtful. Correct.
1: And and so then here, like hearing this, like reading this book and hearing this chapter, you know, and and really seeing how, you know, these dynamics are challenging and interesting because they're intimate, but also professional. And, you know, and that there is an imbalance of power. It just, it was just a reminder to me. And I feel, yeah, like I I guess maybe that's some of why I often feel weird, like it, it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable when people say like, Oh, like I was thinking about something you said, or like, Oh, like, you know, like someone, even a couple of weeks ago, someone said to me like, Oh, like your, your voice was in my mind all week. And I was like, and every time someone says that to me, like on one hand, it's so sweet and lovely. But then on the other hand, it's so cringy for me because I'm like, Oh my goodness, please let it be something positive. Like, please let this be a good story, you know? And, and of course it always is. Um, but, you know, and I think, you know, when you, um, when you come from a place of, of genuine authenticity, like it, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it has, hopefully it, it will be a positive thing, but it yeah. always, it always makes me a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. I was,
1: I mean, so. I was thinking about that, but so then, but I said I was thinking about two things. I was thinking about WW, but I was also thinking about my, like, my, my foray into the world of ballroom dance. And, like, if that's not cultish, I don't know what is because (laughs) that is, that's a world. That is a. Is a whole little, like, microcosm of the world, and, and, like, and, you know, I mean, I just had the best time being a part of that world, but, like, it was very much, like, you were in something that no one else in my, like, no one else in your life understands what it is when you're in the midst Mm. of it, you know, and, and, and it was, it it took up s- such a significant portion of my time and my thought and my life and, and it, and it felt so good and I loved it. And I mean, when, you know, and when I stopped, I stopped, like there was, it was not harmful for me. It was financially yeah. extravagant. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, but it also had this real, like it was a real weird thing for me too um, because you, you spent so much time with people and in such a close, like in such close proximity, especially with, uh, like with your instructor, because so much of the instruction was one-on-one. And so then you really did, ha- like, you really did feel like these people were your friends. And mm-hmm. then you it wasn't until you were sort of out of it that you realized, oh, you're not actually my friend. Like I thought you were my friend, but you're not actually yeah. my friend. You no. Know? And, and I remember as a young person that was cause I was in my late teens and early twenties. And that really threw me for a loop because I really thought that I, I really thought that people, like I really thought I had friends that I didn't have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But don't you think that that happens a lot in workplaces too? I think so. so.
1: I think so. Like,
0: I I mean, as you were saying, like, the lingo and stuff, I was like, oh, okay, well, right away I thought about McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, grab the bar towel and a reg and, you know, like, all of the, like, calls, like, when you were actually, like, putting, like, meat on the grill or product, there was, like, alternate turn lay two to one on the max, you know, like, (laughs) and and if you weren't into that, you were like, what are they even talking about? yeah Bartel. Yeah. Bar towel what is a Bartel? um you know but i the-
1: think and i think and she makes this point in the book and i think it's very true i think there's importance in like i think there's value yeah. in that because you do want to especially in a workplace you want people to feel like they're together like they're in something yes. together you know
0: yeah yeah i mean phil sometimes will say things like he'll be talking about you know i'll say how was your day and he'll say something i'm like well, uh, what does that really even mean? Like, yeah. you know, every every potential like when he was in mergers and acquisitions, every deal had like some code name. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like seriously. I know. You know? I know. <laughs> what is that? I know.
1: You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> when when James was working at the like, this summer as a lifeguard, then sometimes, like, then I would pick him up from work, and I would ask him about work, and he'd be, and it was the same, like, he was talking about soups, and, like, this and that, and I was like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. (laughs) And, like, sometimes, he didn't even know. Like he knew what he, he knew what he was talking about, but he didn't know what like the actual terminology was. Like he couldn't explain to me what it was. Like a soup was a supervisor. A soup was a supervisor. Like that one he knew, yeah. but like there were other things yeah. that he was like, well, I don't know. Like it's just this, and I'm like, okay, but uh, it
0: must be short what for is something.
1: It must mean something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> and, so, and sometimes those things are actually like the the manufacturer name. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. I mean? like, and so they like what, like a piece of wood? And you know, they'll be like, yeah, blah blah. blah. You're like, it's a piece of wood. Piece of wood. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: But I'm glad you gave it a fancy name so that I feel like yeah. I'm dumb and I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ugh.
1: that's that's what I've been thinking. Of. I've been thinking about the okay. cult of WW.
0: Moving forward isn't that just it really isn't that success it's just just you know moving forward you just keep moving forward it's
1: all those sayings right progress not perfection and Mm -hmm. consistency is key and you know like all of those little like cliched things but you know there's there's a gem of truth in those you know to say that we really are our best selves when we just keep plodding along
0: Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Even though you feel sometimes like you've got cement shoes on, but. <laughs> <You>
1: just... <laughs> yes. That is true. Sometimes it does feel like you're walking, <laughs> walking through molasses.
0: Oh, yeah. Dead men walking. It's like, ooh.
1: <laughs> but you can do it. You can do it. Just we can do it for sure. Pick that foot sure. up and one foot in front of the other, right? that's right. So what do you do in those moments when you really feel like you are in the sludge and you, you think that maybe you're pushing forward, but you might actually be standing still? Like, like, what do you do to keep yourself going?
0: Yeah. I, you know, honestly, mm, for the last like year and a half or so, maybe two years is like, I really, really like get to a point where I have to like reality check the situation. Like what is actually happening here? Yeah. It may be going slow. Like you may feel like this is like everything is against you, but it's really not. That might be something that happens very quickly. It could also take a week. It may also need a few, you know, hundred messages back and forth to you. Right. Before (laughs) you're actually like, but Sandy, is that really what's happening? <laughs> okay, Definitely. no, it's not. But, yeah. you know, I, I just needed to like, because sometimes, don't you think you need to just like wallow in stuff for a little bit? Just I to, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for me too, I think that's,
1: I mean, and I think we said this a few weeks ago too, you know, sometimes it's just some time mm. and then usually after time like after you've done enough like mulling about something yourself then it's like the next step is to say it out loud to someone else and then usually for me once I've done that then I can really get moving again it's almost like you know like escalators just keep going right like they just keep running and running and running and so but then every once in a while the escalator stops yes and so then you know you have two choices right like you could just wait on the escalator until it starts again and eventually it will start again and then you'll get to the top or you could just you know climb up yourself
0: and get yep. there a little
1: faster mm-hmm. but you know either option is going to get you there to
0: the top yeah look there's another analogy like we were talking that like on like saturday you had this great analogy but then you can't even remember because you just kind of oh. made it up like <laughs> what, made you just, what what made you just think about an escalator
1: Well, because I was thinking about, like, things that just keep going, you know? Okay. You know what, speaking of escalators, you know what the worst thing is? The worst thing is when there's someone in front of you on an escalator, and then they get, like, off the escalator, and they don't keep moving, because here's the problem. You have stopped. I'm still in motion here. That's the worst. And and I find I I get a little panicky about it, even, because... I'm going to run into this person who has stopped at the top of the elevator and I like, and there's nothing I can do about it.
0: Okay. Let me tell you what happened to me on Saturday to us, okay. Phil and I. Okay. We tell me. To a mall. We went to a mall. We parked, we had to park on the roof of like seven floors of parking. Cause it was crazy. And then we got into onto the escalator to go down and we got down one spine the second one is where they were checking people's vaccinations which was slower than people just and so everyone had stopped there was like a group of people there's probably 30 people and now they've backed right up to the bottom of the escalator that is still moving with people on it this is how people get trampled and killed That is how that happens. I start, like, yelling, like, move, 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 but I'm speaking English, so then Phil finally kicks in and starts, like, telling people, and then people just kind of casually look around, but at what point did you think that just stopping at the bottom, that there was going to be nobody behind you? I was a little panicked. It was a little little scary, to be honest with you, yeah, yeah, and so then finally, but, like, it was, like, the, even the mall did you not think that this is kind of a dumb place why don't you wait till the very bottom wherever the only place people can get off like unless they were going well, to say like why aren't
1: why aren't you checking at the top
0: yeah Yeah.
1: before people get onto the moving walkway
0: dumb 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 anyway very scary it is that's that's a very scary situation so. if, if
1: only we ruled the world sandy
0: I, I know I mean we <laughs> and that we that we've said many times
1: <laughs> and it remains true. It does. <laughs>
0: remain
1: true. That's That it does. That it does. Oh dear. Well, Sandy, yeah. it has been so much fun chatting with you.
0: You, you can't too. Can't believe always. we're in
1: twenty twenty two.
0: No. 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 Cannot. But here. Crazy. We but here we are. <laughs> <gasps>
1: Um, well I'm I'm oh you know what we should nope. we should ask people who are listening I'm just thinking about your you know commitment several years ago to say yes to things like yeah what is something I'm curious for our listeners like what is something that you
0: would like to say yes to this year Ooh, I would like to say yes to this year I'm not sure I I I can think of the last thing that I'm I just said yes to and and that was that was the surgery is like actually saying okay I'm just going to do it here I'm going to say yes to it
1: beautiful yeah
0: I think that's good that's a good answer the other thing I said yes to recently was starting therapy so that's also a big yes yes what about you what would you say yes to this year yeah I don't know (laughs) she doesn't want to say it out loud because then she's gonna have to (laughs) (laughs) you know what the thing is that I do say yes to things no 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 you need to now say yes to no yeah
1: and I guess maybe that's why it's hard for me to think about like what am I going to say yes to because because I I'm I'm a yeah I'm a yes man Yeah, (laughs) like I I say yes to things. I say yes to things when I want to do them. I say yes to things when I don't want to do them. I say yes to things when they make me nervous. Like, like I do say yes to things. So I can't really think of like, you know, what is something I'm going to say yes to? I mean, I I don't know, like when it happens, it's pretty guaranteed. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I want to say yes to this year? I want to say yes to time off.
0: Very good. Because that's yeah.
1: very difficult for me to do. And I think it is. And I think I need to do
0: it. Yes, you do. Yeah. There's no thinking you need to do it. You actually need to, need to
1: do yeah. it. Yeah. 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 That's
0: that's it. That's what I'm. That's, that's it. I'm glad, it. I'm glad I you it.
1: pushed me on that, Sandy, because I, I needed to come up with that. I love that. It's, it's a year of yes,
0: Sandy. <laughs> oh, it's another year of yes. <laughs>
1: All right. Have a wonderful rest of your week.
0: And uh, we'll chat with you next week. All righty. Take care. Stay warm. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.